0: Hello. Welcome to WRBH's Public Affairs. I'm Lynn Koppel, and today we're joined by Roy Samuelson, who has had a very successful career and now seems to be expanding into something else which should be of great interest for all of our WRBH fans. Thank you, Mr. Samuelson, for coming on. Tell us what your interesting career up to this point has been.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Lynn. Yeah, this is uh, a great opportunity to uh, to connect with you and your audiences. Uh, we've got some, I think, some similarities, like you said. There's uh, uh, what I do is narration for audio description for TV shows and
0: movies. But before that, you also you're a voiceover artist, aren't you? You do the voiceovers yes. for. I was hoping you'd be for Daffy Duck, and you could speak. like to, You could answer some of my questions in character. But.
1: I just spoke with Porky Pig last night, so I think that counts.
0: Okay, well, we don't really need that, I guess. But um, so you've been involved with, you know, working in the this the voiceover business. Uh, you know, reading commercials. I'm kind of familiar with that myself, and uh, playing characters on TV. But tell us now about this audio description. I, I think. This is such a fascinating idea for so many people who uh, have low vision, particularly who enjoy going out with friends or sitting around and watching TV, but who really have problems. So tell us how this works.
1: Sure. Uh, Let's start with movies and then uh, end up with uh, TV or viewing at home or on streaming services. Uh, What audio description does is provide the, the visual details uh, through uh, a narrator uh, reading a usually reading a script. So um, if you can imagine the uh, uh, sportscaster on a um, uh, a radio giving the play-by-play mm-hmm. of what's happening. So it's not covering every single detail, but it's giving you the essentials of uh, of what's happening in the game. And uh, I think that's a really fair similarity to what audio description does. So uh, uh, it. Uh, basically gives the uh, the words of what's happening on screen, usually in between the lines of dialogue. And uh, uh, yes. how that usually happens is uh, a person goes to the, the movie theater and asks for a headset. Usually it's wireless. Mm-hmm. And uh, that gives them a special audio track that goes on top of all the existing productions. So it doesn't make the, the audio of the existing movie louder. It's a whole separate thing on top of that. <laughs>
0: And it needs the the earphones, so, of course, it doesn't disturb anyone else. It's strictly for the people who need it. Um, You know, I'm old enough to remember listening to things on radio, and it seems to me that how did I know what Tonto and the Lone Ranger were doing? Is that kind of the same thing that we're talking about here? Oh, Lynn,
1: that is such a great example, yes. In a real way, this... This uh, this is a service. This is a way to include blind and low vision audiences in what uh, I think is the producers or director's intent of the movie or TV show. But you're nailing it. This is this is in a way bringing back the old time radio plays or even a you know a fully produced audio book. There's a lot of similarities there.
0: Well, you that's true. Audio books. Um, do you do any of those too? Where you you know? I, well, I mean, I, if you have an audio book it has to have a description of what happens. You know, so-and-so opens the door and enters the room and looks around. It, it, that's something that's very useful if you can't really see it very well, to know who starts talking suddenly. and uh, <laughs> Well, you know, to answer the questions yes, that yes. people would have, and so you can follow mm-hmm. a story. These, mm-hmm. This is interesting. How did you get interested in this?
1: Uh, when I first found out about it, it's um, it really met a lot of my... Uh, I'm gonna call them bullet points of, of, of things that I love about uh, the voiceover uh, industry this is uh, uh, this is narration and, um, I love narration I love being a part of the story and the way that I see this working at least the way that I like to bring um, uh, my narration to audio description is to uh, I'm calling it ride the uh, the emotional elements of the scene just just enough so I'm not really getting into it and uh, kind of pushing the emotion, but I am riding it. I'm going along with it. And the intention that I try to do is is to allow the audience that's hearing my voice to be fully immersed in the story. So in other words, if, if I'm standing out in any way, if someone's saying, oh, wow, Roy's got this voice and it's so much fun to listen to, I think that's taking the audience outside of what the intention of the story is and so adding I'm, I'm a new character
0: out, really when you think about it in other words a character sure. that's not really part of the story
1: yeah and it's um my intention is to to not uh uh jump in but still be uh, yeah I, I guess there's there's a way to be a part of it with um without um uh, i i guess forcing it so uh if um if there's a way for me to do the narration and the audience at the end of a scene is thinking about what happened in the scene and not thinking about what I did. I think that's that I've accomplished my goal. So I kind of want to stay out of the way so that the story comes through.
0: Well, just like it was on early radio, when kids are sitting around listening to these things, you I don't even think I was trying to remember back. I mean, that was a long time ago. But I don't think (laughs) you noticed it. Do you see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? In other words, it was something yes, that yes. flew beneath radar. You just went along and you, in your mind, you created it. In other words, you could see, you imagined how the Lone Ranger looked and Tonto looked and how the horse mm-hmm. looked and this, that, and the other, and what the at- landscape was like. Now, how would you have known that Living in New Orleans, Louisiana, listening to TV, listening to the radio. Uh, So it's (laughs) it's a completely different thing. And yet so many young people of, well, my generation and certainly more than that, um, you know, got from listening to radio where they got a pretty good understanding of what was going on and how would they have done that with just strictly – Vo- you know, verbal kinds of things, people talking, which is interesting, mm-hmm. but it doesn't give you many images to fill your mind with or to think how that's happening.
1: absolutely. that's such a great example and I, I keep thinking about the uh, the writers uh, both in the what we're calling the old time radios uh, uh, yeah. you know, the alas
0: script. yes and,
1: yes, yes, and the uh, the audio description. Uh, writers; those are called describers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, the describers write, you know, on base uh, based on existing visuals. And one of the things um, I was in a conversation the other day, and it ended up being on a Twitter post on social media that the um, you know the old expression, a picture is worth a thousand words. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a movie has twenty four frames a second. That's twenty four thousand. Uh, potential words. <laughs> Just one wow. second. And yeah. the movie's ninety minutes, so these describers have such a. Um, a, a I, I'm so impressed that they're able to, to give the brush strokes and give the the essence of what's happening visually without going overboard and you know describing every single thing. It's it's the it's really the intent of the producers that's coming out uh, visually in the in the the words they uh, that are given to me.
0: And, I, and, I and actually, that's, that, that's an art in itself, because you have to absolutely. describe something accurate to the story, and, and something that won't be disturbing, just door slams. I mean, you know, well, well, I guess you could hear door slams. But, you know, yes. so-and-so appears at the window. In other words, it has to be a little bit more, you have to kind of flesh it, well, flesh it out is the wrong word. You have to kind mm-hmm. of uh, make it, visual enough where you can see you know the clouds in the sky or the trees blowing or the you know the lake the waves in the lake yet not interfering with kind of the movement of the story and are, yes. are you involved in that or are you just you just read it
1: uh i just read it and it, i mean that's where the gift of the the writers comes in it, mm-hmm. the good quality writers bring um they they present the visuals in such a way that isn't condescending they're not they're not speaking down to the audience they're just providing what the sighted audience gets and it's like here it's presenting what's happening visually and it allows the audience to be a part of the discovery in a way that um that the sighted audience gets that so it's it's not <laughs> Well, this means that uh, you know, she's upset. It's not. It's not explaining what's happening. It's simply giving the, the visuals. And I think that, like you said, that is such an art form. These these describers really know what they're doing.
0: Yeah, I mean that seems kind of. When you think about it, that that is very difficult. Is how do you uh-huh. do it and not interfere with the story itself? Now you we're talking about movies now, but is this going to be? Do you also have ideas for television the same way?
1: it's really exciting what's happening in television right now. Uh, there's, uh, specifically with audio description, uh, several of the, uh, TV networks, um, Fox and CBS are the Mm -hmm. first that come to mind and ABC have, um, over the air audio description. And that's turned on through the TV or the, uh, the satellite box or the cable box through a special setting, similar to what, um, someone would turn on, a. A secondary audio program channel. If they uh, if they speak English, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if English is their second language, that they can um, they can understand the dubbing. So uh, that's one way to access it. But also, what's happening is with uh, streaming services, uh, specifically Netflix, and mm-hmm. uh, by the end of this year or early next year, uh, Hulu. Um, Hulu already has some, and uh, Amazon Prime Video, and uh, I'm sure Disney Plus and um, uh, Hopefully HBO and some of these other streaming services have it, but it's uh, – you know, people are used to having their screens in their pocket or uh, watching on a uh, laptop or a – Wow, uh, right. Yeah, so this oh, is – Or an iPad it,
0: or whatever exactly. you do. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's going to be interesting to see how that works out. And as you say, and I imagine once it away. starts, everybody's mm-hmm. going to have to do it because it's going to be a yes. demand. It's
1: so exciting to see what's happening. Netflix is already, uh, most of their original content has audio description and it's, it's three taps away. I'm able to uh, touch the screen and, and activate, turn on the audio description track in three taps it's, and then turn it off in the same way.
0: Now is this now uh, available to the population? I mean, yes. I don't think well, of course, why would I've seen it or heard about it? How do you uh how do you find just give us some terms so that if someone is listening some well, gosh, you know, I'd really like to see how you do that. How do we how do we get it? Oh, this is so exciting. <laughs> well, I sure. mean, I, I hope I'm leading the right asking the right questions. Oh, it's great. This is so wonderful. Yes. So um
1: and again, there's there's a lot of people that um, that use this service right now who are blind and low vision. But it's also great for sighted people, for people who are commuting in their car, mm-hmm. people who are cooking at home, or distracted with uh, you know something that, that's keeping their attention away. Or, yeah, we don't want them listening
0: on the car if they <laughs> if they're going to be distracted. But no, right? <laughs> yeah, nothing too it, interesting. Go ahead.
1: Right. So keep your eyes on the road, and if you're, you know, if you're a sighted person, and you can listen to this as if it's an audio book, turn it on. There's also, uh, if you've been staring at screens all day and you still want to do the entertainment, I think it brings it right back to what you said with the, uh, the old time radio that it is uh, this this way to experience entertainment in a way that isn't uh, exhausting. But let's get back to what you asked. I'm sorry. Oh, I went, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm no, 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 on that's fine. That's fine. So excited, yeah. Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, So the Audio Description Project, you can Google that, Audio Description Project. They have a database that's just filled with all the TV shows and all the movies that already have it and where it's located. So whether it's at the movie theaters or if it's uh, CBS or Fox and also some things that are happening, like we've got this show that just got released on Hulu that has audio description or Netflix just released however many hundred. One of the neat things that's happening that uh, I just read about on the audio description project is that Paramount uh, movies hmm. are uh, re-releasing some of their archived, you know, old films ah. with audio description. So this isn't just the current movies; they're they're actually going back into their library and, and bringing them back because, you know, that's a part of our experience and and how wonderful to be able to experience that.
0: And think about the people of who might be, a, you know, low vision, but who saw it years ago and now can see it again fully. In other words, and mm-hmm. remembering, I don't know, I think that there's something yes. kind of nice about that, that it refreshes a memory that you enjoyed <laughs> kind yes. of in a completely different way and yes. you can enjoy it with friends, sit around and everyone can watch the movie. And now, is this done with, it seems like saying tapping the screen, but also let's say someone who has low vision would need earphones. And so it doesn't kind of, or does everybody listen to it? That wouldn't be bad.
1: Well, there's uh there's a bunch of different ways that this technology is coming through. Uh, the way that we've been speaking about it is, you know, aside from the movie theaters with that special headset, sure, it is something that goes through um, as an extra audio track. Hmm. Uh, in other words, it's like uh, going from stereo two-channel sound to okay. turning on 5.1 sound that it gives a more, you know, and that would mm-hmm. be for everyone. But there's also some technology that's coming out from, and uh, I, I'm trying to remember the name of the brand. It's going to hit me any second now.
0: Well, Well, um, and listen, save this because right at the end, too, I might want you to recap some of this.
1: So, oh sure, sure. You
0: okay. so can't think of it now. In about, <laughs> let's in about <laughs> well, ten minutes, we'll ask you again. Ask oh, you good, again. good.
1: It's got to come to me because it's on the tip of my sure, tongue. Sure, of course. A, I know how it's that a is. Special app yeah. that you turn on the microphone on the on the, uh, on the smartphone, and mm-hmm. it listens to the audio, <laughs> and if that audio matches one of their existing audio description content tracks, it automatically plays it through the headset. So it'll sync up and only play the audio description through the through the app, which you can have isolated just to one person. So all this stuff is inclusion. This is I I love how you said that about uh, remembering and re-experiencing, because this is this is a part of our our culture and how great to be able to share a conversation. I was just thinking this morning that, you know, if, if I'm around a conversation where two people are talking about a movie that I haven't seen that 's sure. uncomfortable that can be awkward, but with the way that you know before audio description it's it can be like that where there 's a lot of visual elements that are missing, and this is this is inclusion this is a way for blind and low vision audiences to be a part of the to be a part of the story and that that just makes it it's it,
0: well inclusion it, it, also yeah. from a different angle uh, <laughs> growing old has its uh, advantages but mostly uh, disadvantages and one of them is you know low vision many people suffer from this and but they still want to go out with friends and go to you know if everyone's going to the movies and mm-hmm. they really have trouble kind of seeing but why wouldn't they want to go out to dinner and go out to a movie with the gang you know and hear what they can hear and then you know in other words maybe not be able to see it very well But to me, that's a social inclusiveness, and what I hate is when things isolate people, and this seems Mm. to be an outreach to make sure that everyone, you know, can kind of enjoy the same things and go back, and they can discuss the movie, and, you know, it's all very, very good, and everyone can talk about it and say, oh, well, this happened and that happened, and uh, I don't know, that... That seems to me a real positive thing. Now, yes. you, so this is something that's happening now and you can get in touch with and, and do now. Hmm?
1: Yes. Yes. And more and more content is, is coming. Sure. There's so, a, a federal mandate for uh, network television and a few other stations that require audio description. And there's a certain percentage per quarter, but every year that that percentage goes up. So you know soon in the same way that um uh, uh closed captioning is required sure. for um it's i see audio description heading in the same way based on you know legal mandates and also i think there's a really great business model that not business model i'm sorry uh, i think there's a great
0: well, um, way <laughs> the, to model, market share yeah. yeah
1: it's there's i, I you know the, depending on what you read i think it's 26 million hmm. blind and low vision americans and that's just in America. So this is...
0: Yeah, and this, this is a worldwide uh, sort of yes. audience. It's not just people in the United States who look at movies, you know, it's or yes. listen to the television. You know, also, in not something that you possibly would be interested in, but I was just thinking about this. Um, you can listen to weather reports on the radio, but maybe this would... You know, I'm sure they, they've always had... I hope, audio over weather reports, you know, at the end of a television thing, um, mm-hmm. you know, like the storm is going up this way. And usually, I know a, a person will, who's the meteorologist, whoever's doing it, will t- say that. But these kinds of things are, are very important to people with low vision. And what you're saying, too, might be important to people who as we were talking before who have perfectly good vision but can't look at what they're see at what's going on you know i don't mm-hmm. know that's a yes, new exactly. uh, something new for us to, to think about <laughs> sure and get is. involved in but <laughs> yes uh, yes this sounds so great um is your interest particular i know in your uh, email you were saying that this was that blindness and low vision is a an interest to you, is this just something that you've come to um, appreciate through your, your career?
1: It's been a combination of uh, career and some other uh, personal experience sure. with um, uh, with people who have lost vision. The um, I think the excitement and the passion that I have for audio description is you know it's very obviously very focused just based on our conversation. Well, you know? Sure. but uh, but with that, it's um, it's really opening me up. To the, the, what I, on social media specifically, I'm connecting with uh, uh, disability advocates as well Mm as uh, people who are blind and uh, low vision audiences and being able to hear directly from them, not just about movies and TV shows, but also how uh, just to connect in a way that I've never had an opportunity to before. And Mm -hmm. that is definitely affecting me it's uh in such a positive way and that's that's above and beyond audio description these are these are friendships and relationships that i never would have had the opportunity to uh to have otherwise and it's um it means a lot to me to be able to understand what what they're looking for specifically with audio description and how i can make it better i'm constantly asking you know what about this is this something that we can you know I, as far as you know my contribution as a as a narrator is does does the narration work for you and you know i'm not going to be everybody's favorite narrator i don't think i expect to be but what's happening with the conversation is it's changing from does it have audio description or does it not to the audience talking about you know i really like this voice and this is another voice i like so we're distinguishing between it has it or it doesn't have it you know this kind of one or the other versus the nuance in the same way as you know i'm excited um I'm a sighted person, and I listen to audiobooks myself as a mm-hmm. consumer. And there are certain narrators that if I listen to the first few minutes, even if it's my favorite book, I might have a tough time listening to that for
0: four and, hours. And, and sometimes, as you say, it's completely – If you, and I listen to audiobooks every once in a while, uh, for instance when I'm in a car with people, and sometimes the narration seems – it it completely changes your idea of the book, it's, particularly yes. if it's a book you've read, and you go, that's <laughs> not what that person sounded like. You know, nah, I don't go, I'm not buying this. So it sure. is important, and I know you have to be very careful, you know, careful and attentive to that sort of thing, that it's not, you know, a funny voice. And yours, of course, is not a funny voice. You, you've been doing this. By the way, how long have you been doing voiceovers?
1: I've been doing uh, voiceovers... I'm going to say since uh, it's been over 25 years. Whoa, okay. Uh, But uh, for audio description, I'm relatively new to it. It's been around for more than a decade. I've only been involved in the last five, six years.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, and you're just involved doing them. And uh, can you talk to us about any projects that you're involved in that maybe we haven't heard about besides on this? Go ahead. Give us a few. Oh,
1: sure. Um, uh, On the audio description side... uh, uh, The Fast and Furious movie Hobbs and Shaw just came out, and uh, also Spider-Man: Far From Home. Those are two pretty big uh, films. Even
0: I have heard of them. Yes. Oh, good. And they don't sound like uh, my demographic. But but go ahead.
1: (laughs) Sure. So there's a few more series that are coming out that um, uh, unfortunately I'm not allowed to talk about. No. Well, that's I I
0: know that's that usually. Sure. But uh, uh,
1: I can say that uh, uh, I recorded um, the final. Season of uh, Criminal Minds, which is a really scary TV show for those yeah. who like. Uh, uh, that's I wonder CBS. what your
0: voice sounded like for that. Yes,
1: <laughs> I definitely go a lot uh, darker and more foreboding, just to go along with the creepiness.
0: <laughs> I, I agree. I know that, I know the TV show you're talking about. Yeah, I, I know these things when they come out. Of course, no one wants to reveal, you know, what it is. But the f- how will we be able, let's say, in a in a movie theater? Uh, well, movie theater, or do they now advertise it? And have I just been so oblivious I didn't notice that, uh, you can well, get uh, audio voiceovers in the thing? Uh, that's a great question.
1: There's so much information. I mean, at the movie theater, I, I, you know, before I knew about audio description, I'd say, okay, I want to see this movie. I know it's in this theater, and I want to get this popcorn, and I'm going to get this, this water or drink yeah. or whatever. And with, um, with audio description, it's. I, I think it's just knowing it exists. Once you know it exists, every movie theater, I think, um, is required to have it if it's been built within oh, a certain. Yeah. So it's it's uh, it, there's a special uh, logo that's AD for uh, American. I'm sorry,
0: movie. AD audio A-D. description. A-D, yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And it looks like uh, the letters A and D just mm-hmm. side by side in, in black with a white background, mm-hmm. but. Uh, it's going to the, the the ticket taker or the the theater manager and saying I'd like an audio description headset. And usually, it might be helpful to distinguish this is not a uh, uh, hearing issue. Yes. This is for this is for audio description because sometimes people will just give you an amplified. Headset that'll just so make scream
0: louder. a lot louder at you. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I know. Okay. okay.
1: Turn it off. So on. Uh, making that distinction sometimes yeah, gives a little nudge to the theater, but mm-hmm. audio description headset is what you get, and it's um, and then you return it afterward, and
0: uh, it, that sounds. You know, this is so interesting, and as I say, I, it, why have I never noticed this? I go to a lot of movies, and I think I am going to ask, not that I particularly need it, but. Just to make sure that it's there, and I encourage other people who go to movies to to see. Who knows? Who knows? we will need all this. But listen, it's a really
1: it is, unique experience. Yeah,
0: f- we're finishing now. Give us uh, information. this has been Roy Samuelson, and he's talked to us about audio description. Anything you want to leave us with?
1: Sure, I'll I'll uh, I'll be brief in my leaving. Yeah, sure, uh, uh, I'm on uh, Twitter at Roy Samuelson, and uh, there's On Instagram, I provide alt text for my images. Uh, Same thing at Roy Samuelson. Mm -hmm. There's a for people who are on Facebook. There's an audio description discussion group, and it's just called Audio Description Discussion. It's run by a a gentleman named Kevin, uh, who uh, is very passionate and excited as a as a uh, user of audio description. He's he's quite the resource, and of course, the Audio Description Project. It's uh, it's on the American Council for the Blind, uh, American Council of the Blind uh, website, uh, acb.org slash ADP. But if you just remember audio description project in your search engine, that'll get you there. And that that is such a great resource to to explain how it works, the history of it, the background and obviously the content of uh, TV shows and movies that that are current that have it. It's really exciting time. And the more people that know about it, the better.
0: Well, in particularly here at WRBH. Well, thank you so very much, Mr. Samuelson. This has been Roy Samuelson talking to us about something that's of interest to all of us. Thank you for listening.
1: Real pleasure to be with you, Lynn. Thank okay. you.
0: Bye-bye.